Thanks, Stacey. Cam, how you doing today? Doing good, Mike. How are we doing this morning? All right, good. I would think you're probably feeling pretty good after that last one. Your guys, all, all those units look like they, they answered the call there. Um, feel pretty good? Yeah, you know, the guys showed up. They were ready to go, you know. Um, it's a credit to them, you know, playing with a, a toughness attitude and uh, going out there and competing. And, you know, obviously, you know, we're able to come away and, and you know, put a good performance out there. One, one guy that struck me was Calvin. Uh, who you guys just signed off the practice squad like three days prior. I think he had a couple tackles. He was down there on maybe the last kickoff, got away from him, but sort of rerouted the guy maybe a little bit. Um, what did you think of him just stepping in and, and really playing a lot of roles for you? Yeah, he did a really good job. You know, he obviously came in on a short week uh, right there trying to learn the system and getting ready to go, um, you know, played played well, played effectively. You know, it's credit to him, you know, taking the time to study and make sure he knows what's going on and being in tune in the game, you know, um, being able to fit out there. You know, he did a really good job stepping in for us, and we just got to continue to do that moving forward, you know, as well as other guys. And, Cam, my last one went with the Panthers and Coach Blackburn. What what do they do special teams-wise that maybe is – every team has obviously a different approach. What stands out to you about theirs? Yeah, you got to be alert for all the gimmicks, formations, and, and fakes. You know, they've they ran some over the years, so – Definitely something situational we're going to have to be in tune to and uh, be ready to prepare for. And they do a really good job. They got a lot of linebackers. They got speed on the outside. And they're a physical team. You know, that's one thing that definitely shows up is the physicality that they bring to the game. You know, him being a former player and everything, you know, the guys really, you know, play to that. You know, that you can see the guys are playing hard and competing for him. You know, so that's definitely something we're going to have to be able to match and, you know, try to stand up to for sure. Next question, Mike. Uh, sorry, next question, Jim McBride, followed by Karen Green. Hi, Cam. Hey, Jim. Uh, so, I, obviously, Gunnar had a great game on Sunday, uh, but I wanted to ask about, about what Coach Belichick was talking about and, and locking down their gunners to kind of create the room. And what's kind of the teaching point and the tech, the best techniques to go about, you know, locking down the gunners the way, the way you guys did that day? Yeah, you know, it's just a combination of a couple things. Obviously, you have to know their personnel and are they bigger guys? Are they fast guys? You know, and you got to look at our, our personnel, like who can match up with those guys on the perimeter, you know. And then once you're able to actually handle you – know, those are the only two guys on the punt team first that can release on the snap, you know, the widest two guys. So that being said, is obviously they're going to be the first two down the field if you don't block them. So getting those guys started fundamentally, you know, you got to be able to try to cut them off in the line of scrimmage. Um, and as they're coming down the field, trying to pr prevent, if it's to the kick, a lot of times those guys get on the sideline, you see, and running through the sideline, it's trying to stop them on their re-entry and, and slowing them down right there. And that's where you see a lot of guys coming from the box and, you know, dropping for them. And as they get down, they're working to fit and finish, um, you know, get their hands on them, really stop the momentum right there. So Gunner can catch the ball, get vertical, you know, and then get back to wherever the return direction is supposed to be going. So, you know, we try to match those guys as best as possibly can and, you know, try to Hold them up line of scrimmage, you know, within the rules there, obviously, you know, holding them up. And then once they do get out, we got to work the stack technique coming back down the field to fit up on those guys. Thank you, Cam. Thanks, Jim. Next question, Karen Green, followed by Bob Susan. Cam, how's it going? Good, Karen. How are we doing? I'm doing all right. I was wondering uh, how much fun it is to have Matt Judon on your special teams units and essentially what he brings to the table. Yeah, you know, he's fun to coach, you know, whether it's the uh, the punt rush units or it's the uh, field goal rush units, you know, he's a competitor. He competes every day, um, you know, loves to play the game, you know, and he, 
it's definitely fun when you have guys that bring that emotion, that enthusiasm to the game and want to be out there, want to compete. You know, they want to win every play. So he does a really good job for us. And, uh, you know, it's an, it's an honor and a privilege to coach guys that, you know, have that enthusiasm and are effective in what they're doing. Also, uh, what what's the teaching point on the running into the kicker? I mean, he, he beats his guy and gets in there. It's a, to take a better angle or what would you say to that? Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a couple different things, you know, one, you know, one time, you know, you maybe not want to leave your feet, you know, but if you feel like you're going to leave your feet because you have a chance to block the, the punt right there, you have to make sure you put yourself in a position to avoid the punter, you know? And so knowing which foot the punter is going to be, whether like last game he's right footed or he's left footed. So your angle of entry needs to be more to the side um, potentially there, you know, to let your body, as you do go lay out, for the ball, you know, you, your body will be past it and you can get your hands out of the ball. Or, you know, in the situation, if you know you're going to hit the ball and you have time, then it doesn't matter about the punter. You know, that, that's the that's the give and the take right there, you know. And, and it's a quick judgment, you know, anytime a player has to do that. You see several times where players are leaving out flat vertical. You never want to go up for a punt. It's different than a field goal. If you go up for a punt, the ball is going to go – it goes up as well, so you're going to miss it. So – Anytime you're trying to block a punt, you want to go more vertical and flat, kind of like you're sliding into second base or, you know, any base out there in baseball, you want to go flat and down versus a field like goal. Like Superman. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, you know, there's a couple little things and techniques that we, we can work and we can improve on. But, you know, his effort and his ability to get there and everything, we, we just got to keep being aggressive in that phase. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Cam. Uh, next question, Bob Sosie, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, uh, hi, Cam. How are you? Doing good, Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm just curious, uh, you know, first of all, what it was like to be out in L.A. again yesterday and have that opportunity to let the guys go through you know, what they had to do physically and use the staff to kind of do what you had to do before traveling back. Yeah, it was good. You know, I mean, obviously we got up, we got going, um, we got moving around. Same thing you would do here on a Monday. Um, you know, difference is you're in your, you're on the plane working rather rather than being in your office, you know. So for us, you know, it was another just work day rather than Monday. Um, you know, obviously we're able to get everything accomplished that morning that we normally do uh, with the players when they're here on Mondays. So, you know, it really plays out the same in my mind personally. It's just a matter of are you in your office or are you on a plane working? So, you know, one's a little bit more comfort, I would say, level for your back. But uh, other than that, you know, you're able to do your job effectively and get both done. All the coffee you want on the plane? Actually, I told her just to keep bringing it. You know, so we were, so we were good. We were good. No, no issues there. And I got another question for him, and, and maybe to, to draw from the baseball analogy of sliding into second base. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll use one when a pitcher's kind of in a zone and uh, he's in the dugout. You know, there are some guys that uh, don't want to be talked to by their teammates, or some teammates don't want to go talk to the pitcher, you know, when, when he's in a groove. I'm, I'm curious what it's like when you have a place kicker who's been as consistent as Nick is and has been as, you know, around the league as long as he has. How do, how do you approach him, him in a situation like he's been in these last few weeks? Yeah, I think, you know, you don't try to do anything out of the ordinary and, and you don't try to make it a seem like, oh, you're doing good, let me go talk to you more. Or, you're doing bad, I want to talk to you less. So I think you just have to approach every day the same, you know, and every game's the same. So, you know, I talk to Nick on occasions on the sideline. It's not like we're sitting there talking like I am with a lot of other guys, uh, but we do have conversations. So we just keep that the same. That way there's no ups and downs throughout the game flow. It's always the same whether he 
you know, goes out there and bangs them through, or, you know, we have the occasional one there, you know, the com- comments and our conversations are the same, you know, which is just, you know, that's the confidence we have in him. And I think the more you can keep any situation the same, the better it's going to be, you know, obviously talking about baseball, you know, no hitters, perfect games. I know people kind of venture away from that not talking to those guys. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to the kicking game and talking to those guys, the more you do it in the game, you know, from game to game and talking to the guys, um, it's the same. You know, I don't really talk much, obviously, before the field goals. It's more after or anything like that. So, you know, anytime going into a game, say a situation where it's the got to have it field goals or game winners, you know, there's not much communication there. We just, hey, we're sending it out there. He's in his routine. He's in his groove. And, and then we're going. All right. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Bob. And last question, Evan Lazar. Hey, Cam. How you doing? Good, Evan. How are we doing today? Good. I wanted to ask you about the onside kick at the end of the game and uh, just two questions on it. Uh, obviously, it's a pretty big situation when it comes up like in a one score game like it, it did on Sunday. So how often do you guys uh, are how often are you guys able to practice that during the week and, and how many different kind of blocking schemes may you have? And is that kind of a game plan thing where uh, they might do it this way? So we're going to block it up that way. Yeah, you know, anytime, you know, obviously situationally we go through all the situations in practice uh, that definitely could show up in the game. Um, so, you know, we're able to get enough reps there, you know, in practice, whether it's the onside kick, whether it's the hands team, you know, working those at practice weekly. And then anytime you can steal reps, you know, off on the side, if, you know, you've got a guy that, you know, you think is going to be handling the ball, you know, you're trying to work it maybe with the kickers, whether it's Nick, Jake, or one of the other guys working, you, you try to grab a ball handler and then, He's working just filling the ball naturally on those kicks. You know, it may not be in a full team setting, but he's still working the kicks in the spots they would be in. So you can steal reps that way. You know, anytime you get a chance to, to steal a couple reps, you want to try to grab them. You know, as far as like what we're going to do schematically or anything like that, it's definitely you have to look at what the opponent does. Um, I think anytime you're doing anything, you have to know what they're going to do to determine how really you want to approach stuff in, in that aspect of everything. And just one more follow how do you pick, you know, Hunter was obviously in the position to kind of be the catcher on it. How do you pick that guy? Is it just based off of what you see out of practice out of the, the receivers when they're catching passes or, or how do you go about making that decision? Uh, you know, it's kind of a combination of different things. Anytime you're picking a guy right there, obviously you got to have a trust factor of anybody that's out there. And obviously every guy would do, and there's several other guys that are ready to go. Um, it's not just one group of guys or one certain guy that were sitting there saying, hey, you're the only guy that's going to field the ball. It's, you know, all 11 have to be ready to field the ball. I mean, you see, uh, you know, Matt Slater, Devin McCory, they're both running up there and, you know, ready to come in to, to field the ball as well. So it's just a different combination of guys and how you're going about picking, like putting the guy in the best situation is, you know, that's our job to, to handle those situations right there. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Evan. Thank you, Cam. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.